Lemon Pepper Parlay is presented for the People by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. Must be 21 or older. That's right. It's another edition of the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast. I'm Martin Weiss, joined here with the kid from Kansas City, Mark Gunnels. First, let's start out with congratulations to Jay Hosey, prop quiz winner, extra, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Got six right. Got him a gold cap. Mark, how's your gold cap coming? Uh, I don't have one. All right. There you go. Jay Hosey, he's got what Mark doesn't. And uh, my betting streak, ever since getting hit by the car, I'm still pretty hot. Okay. I'm still pretty hot. Okay. I'm still pretty hot. And I've been playing fast and loose. And this is where we'll start right now. With about seven minutes left in the third quarter, I took $400 and I bet it Nuggets money line uh, in game four. What did you get it at? Plus what? It was, uh, I think it was like minus 130. Oh, they were still a minus? Yeah. It was like oh, wow. I was like, yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. This is not happening. This is not happening. The Nuggets are going to sweep the Lakers. And I'll say this. There was a moment. Not the last shot when LeBron got his shot blocked. But when LeBron stood there and dribbled out, I don't know, approximately 20 of 24 seconds of the shot clock on the possession prior. Yeah, I was... Right, I was livid. Yeah, I don't you. you I, we've we've seen it before. He's been. I'll never forget. I'll never forget the forty nine point game in the reg in the in regular uh in regular time. Game the, one against game the one against the Warriors. And he dribbled go. that clock out and, and then, Steph Curry on him and has Steph on him. So similar scenario. I don't remember who he's got on him at the point, but he's dribbling the clock out, and I'm looking at the whole screen. And I see it was actually Jokic. It was Jokic. Okay, there you go. So it was Jokic. I look. I'm looking, and I'm like, oh no, because I see what he's about to do before he does it. Mm -hmm. And luckily, Jeff Green did too. Oh yeah. Oh God, thank God, Jeff Green, former teammate. Uh, Maybe that's a part of the reason why he he saw it coming. Because when he did that, he does that thing with the ball where he puts his left hand or his right hand on the outside of the ball so he can look like he just throws it that Uh, way. Yeah. So he puts his left hand there, swings it to Schroeder. Austin Reeves, who is 50% from three in the fourth quarter. He's nice. I'm saying this guy is a, this guy is a sniper. And he would be the one to hit that clutch shot, too. Bro, I'm like, oh, no. And it's by the grace of God, Uncle Jeff Green got a fingernail on that thing and tipped it out just far enough to where Austin Reeves had to make a decision. Do I try to catch it still? Or do I let it go out of bounds? Austin Reeves made the decision, but probably most people would have let it go out of bounds. It saved my and dog you just knew bacon. they weren't they weren't gonna get a good shot with three seconds left. You just knew they All weren't. Right. This wasn't a chance. No chance on the shot clock. Yeah, it was. It, I think that we've seen. In these two series, and we'll get into this point a little bit later, but just how big of a difference having a experienced, and I'm not to say that Darvin Ham can't one day be good, mm-hmm. right? Because I think he can, mm-hmm. but like the experience of having your guys for a long time, like Mike Malone's had those guys for a long time, yeah. Spoh's had those guys for a long time, and the ability to mix and match, and in the playoffs, people's feeling gets hurt. Like uh, your boy from Kansas had didn't see the floor. Yeah, this is the first series he you know what I'm was saying? not he playable uh, in the series. The other Brown. Christian Brown. Yeah, yeah, he didn't see the floor. 
that's something that you got to be able to, you know, are you, and obviously he's a rookie on the team with, you know, Jokic is the all-star, so on and so forth, but mm-hmm. are, like, you worried about Christian Brown losing the locker room? Like, yeah. that's something you got to be considered about. Yeah. You know, something you got to put into consideration, but I tell you, I tell you, I was like, if Austin Reeves cost me this money, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> but he didn't, and all is right in the world. Yeah, I mean, hey, just to put a bow on the Lakers season, let's put it in perspective for, for a second, man. You know, obviously you had to pay a consequences because you didn't think they would make the playoffs, let alone the Western Conference Finals. So, you know, there's no moral victories. Lake for Lakers Nation, they have 17 championships. They're used to winning. This, but this, this, come on. First started, of all, no, you're not. Off. No, you're not. No, you're not. Like, like, like you, you're used can I, can to I, Can I go down the, the path of the season? I just All right, go ahead. But if you're a 35-year-old Lakers fan, you're not used to winning. I'll just say that. It's been a long time. 35, you've seen, you've seen six. Right. That's a lot of championships. And a lot of them were before you had a driver's license. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm like, just saying. You're old enough to see all six, though. And re- I, remember. I, I, all of the point is. Is so, that it's been about 15 years where the Warriors were running the West. And yeah. you know what I'm saying? I, mean, I remember when Lakers fans got super excited about I'm just saying, let's not act like. Go for it. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm yeah, cutting yeah, you yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, they go from 0 and 5, 2 and 10. They had less than 1% odds at the time, Martin, yeah, to make the playoffs. They had Russell Westbrook on the team still. It was dark and gloom. Ship, shipped them out, flipped the roster. They had the best record in the West since the trade deadline. Made it all the way to the conference finals. And I know you, you're probably going to hate to hear this. You probably heard it and just rolled your eyes already. But this is one of the most competitive sweeps oh. we've seen. I mean, let's, I mean, see, I, I know you know, I, I know it sounds crazy, but it, re- sure. it, it really was, though. Each game Every was game entertaining. Was a, Each game. In the like, fourth I, quarter, I, it was I, a game. I Every respect game. that the Lakers did not lay down at any point. Yeah. Right, but yeah. I think the better team won. Oh yeah, I'm not saying yeah. they didn't. No, but yeah. I say, but you're to the point of uh, a competitive sweep is like it's like summer school. It's like an actual. I know. Like, it's I like know. all right, okay, cool. I know. But I do see what you're saying, and that the, you know all of them came down to the wire ish with three minutes left in the fourth quarter. They were competitive games. Yeah, and you know the Nuggets. I mean, my gosh, I think now. You know, we've always had a discourse between me and you about Nikolai Jokic. I think uh, you finally come around now to uh, finally he he's justified it. Cause remember we talked about before the playoffs, That's the MVPs look. and not having the playoff results. Now he's in the finals now. So I don't I, think can it's, you, can, I don't think we, it's crazy. You're, you're here now to ask for the playoff success that every other MVP has. Sub Joel Embiid now. Right, <laughs> but yeah. every other player like that, Joel Embiid's that of of the first MVP not to go to the conference finals yeah. is cool, but like Jokic didn't win the MVP when he was in the conference final. Like you know what I'm saying? It was like he got the MVP after the fact. It's almost like saying like you know, it, like I don't say he was along for the ride, obviously because he wasn't, mm-hmm. but. The stat is you, you win the MVP, then you go on and you have your postseason success. Is what is 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 essentially the way it's supposed to lay out. Mm-hmm. I was having trouble with the idea that we could say this guy was the best player in the league the last three seasons, and he at the time was on what was it a one in nine playoff streak? 
Yeah. A one and like, eight. Something like that. Yeah. You know, like it was yeah. one and eight throughout yeah. those back to back MVPs, which is like, this is absurd. Like he's not the most valuable because they keep losing. But like now, I'm all for it. Although I do have one beef. The Western Conference Finals MVP was Jamal Murray. Should have been Jamal Murray. I see. I don't like. I don't like when we do that. Because I want to do a playoffs MVP. Jokic, without a doubt. Jokic averaged what? Damn near what? 27, 28 points in this series with a triple double. And Jamal Murray. Here's the thing. I think when people say that and you say that, I think you're doing it based on the expectations you had on this guy prior heading into the series. Oh, no, no, the no. Fact I that had Jamal, high expectations on Jamal. But I'm sure he probably surpassed them. Nah, nah. No, so this, this Bro, is what you Calipari expected. guards. Okay, okay, well, Can, maybe. You show okay, me, okay, seriously, show okay. me the Kentucky guard that can't go off in the league. Like, I believe, like, like the, the, the high, you know, of the higher level ones, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, yeah. You show me the guy. They all can cook. Like, I'm, like, when he was going crazy like that, I was just like, good for you, Jamal, because they said it because it was the bubble that it wasn't true. Okay, okay. Well, I'll give you that because you have been on the Kentucky guards thing. But I think nationally, a lot of people didn't expect him to play at that level. So when you see that, it's kind of one of those situations where this guy surpassed my expectations, so I'm going to rank him higher because I didn't expect him to do this. And it's like, Jokic, oh, we expect that, triple-double. Like, it's kind of like you kind of poo-poo it because you're used to seeing it. And I hate when we do that because at that no. point, we're not appreciating his greatness. I still think he should have got it. I mean, what, he averaged 28, 14, and 12 on 50% shooting? Jamal gave you 32, 6 and 5, 50, 52%. I mean, but he had a couple of games where, what was it, game four? He wasn't last game. He wasn't that great last game. He had 25 points. He has some. It's weird though, because he had great quarters. Who you talking about? Was Jamal Murray? Jamal game. Murray. He got in the first half. He was incredible. In game four? Well, I mean, no. In game four, he was a little tired. Game like, three is when he. No, yeah, but game yeah. four, like in game four though, that was a moment where you had Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray carrying the load until the second half, and then Jokic brought you home. Yeah, that's fair. I guess. It's tough because it's, it, to me it seems like, like for instance, let's, let's look at game two. Jamal Murray was garbage for the first three quarters. Then he gives you 23 points in the fourth. It's like, how do I judge that? Like, is that a good game? Hey, I know a very prominent. Like, I, I, mean, I, I, very I guess it has to be a good game, uh, right? A television but. commentator who waits the fourth quarter more heavily. No, but but <laughs> no, but to, to the point though. All right, he was terrible the first. Like three quarters, to me, Jokic is more steady throughout. But, all right, so you say he's terrible the first three quarters, but he wasn't so bad that they had to take him out the game. He wasn't so bad that he was like a minus. He wasn't. He was missing shots. He was still defending, uh, but then in that fourth quarter. He was the difference. Like, yeah. so that, and when I look at the Lakers team, part of the reason why I thought they would lose to Memphis is because I thought shootout Ja might be better from three point than he was with his handgun. No, I'm just playing. No, <laughs> but no, I thought this legitimately, I thought that the, the, the Grizzlies had more athletic guards and would be able to pick on Dennis Schroeder, D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves. You pick. Right, you know what I'm saying? And then the Warriors, you saw, they, if they had a little bit more, if, if Clay had just not torn the Achilles and not torn the ACL, or Draymond just, you know, was a little less violent, 
They they would have won that series. Or like, if he still didn't like yeah. LeBron James like he yeah, used you know to what back I'm in the like, day. They would have won that. <laughs> like they, the margins were very thin, but also because the Warriors were old and decrepit essentially, and the Jordan Pools and Kumingas are did not have the uh, the uh, don't say the ability because they have the ability, but the the permission almost <laughs> to yeah. go out there and be successful, right? You, you know, throw Wiggins in there too. Boom, and then yeah. he misses half the year, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? So then he comes in, and then but to that, if they had been there the whole time, boom, this Lakers team is sitting at the crib, and that's not a slight to the Lakers. Like I'm not trying to say that they're a, they they went to the Western Conference Finals. They earned that. They had to get there, and I don't care if you. But the thing that is driving me nuts, and the thing that I think is going to be overblown all summer, I can see it now. Because the, the team, LeBron had just tipped his cap to Jokic before they were like, oh, is Kyrie on the way? Bruh, LeBron at this point in year 20 for this next year just needs to sit back. Legitimately just sit back. Because here's the deal, if you really think about it, when he got to L.A., right? Obviously, he forces the, the, the Anthony Davis trade, right? Mm-hmm. All right, but they make the Anthony Davis thing happen. Yeah. Clutch sports, whatever. Yeah, clutch. Rob Polinka fills out the rest of that roster. They win a title, right? Now he then shipped everybody. You know, the people got expensive, and that's why now Contavious Caldwell Pope is starting for the Nuggets, as opposed to starting for the Lakers. In part mm-hmm. because the salary, you know, what I'm saying he right, can make right, more money. Right. But think about what you just said earlier about how after the trade that line they were the best team. This, that, the third. Austin Reeves was on that 0-5, 2-10 team. Lonnie Walker was on that 0-5, 2-10 team. Rui Hachimura wasn't. But the biggest difference is they had Russell Westbrook, and now they don't. If you're, not, you're not telling me that, like, Jared Vanderbilt, who played a total of, what, like, maybe 40 minutes in the last three playoff games that they had, was a big impact player. Malik Beasley was playing just as much minutes as Shaquille Averson. And, uh, and, and that's and Troy Brown and Troy Brown. I was about to say, and Troy Brown. That's it. They they on the bench. So like, just maybe this off season, if they got to resign Austin Reeves, yeah, you can't let him go. I would be fine with opposite of Schroeder or Russell, whoever. Yeah, but neither one of them. Schroeder let, let D'Lo walk. Schroeder is more playable, but like in the playoffs, you kind of get to the point of. How many people can I play? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, can I play the five? Can I play seven? Like, and like that's what happened with Phoenix. They can only play four. <laughs> you, gotta, yeah. you gotta fill out five in the lineup. But I would trust Rob Polinka at this point to go find me like a bucket getter because that's what the Lakers need. As they need a, I know every team in the NBA could use a Brandon Ingram, but like they need a guy who's straight buckets, who's straight. Let me get to the rim, put pressure on the rim, get the ball out, let me out, let me the ball, and like whoop do the doom, like hit the paint, kick it out to me for three. That's what they need—a guy who's a scorer, because they don't. I think that's what they're missing right now. Did you see the Trey Young rumors? Yeah. So first of all, and you know a, he's clutch too as well. I heard a great joke. <laughs> see? When I say clutch, I mean he's no, no, no. Sports. I know what you. I know what you mean. I'm just saying for the audience. I got you. But he he, uh, he actually is clutch until he made that game I, winner in Boston. I wish but. I could have took credit for this, but he, <laughs> they said uh, you know, game four, you had Kyrie, you had Trey Young, you had D'Angelo Russell, all types of good point guards sitting 
<laughs> sitting on the sit, sitting on court side around the game. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, go and get Trey Young if you want to. Good luck. In a previous pod, you said Trey Young sucks. I do. <laughs> in the current pod, I don't. <laughs> but after that, he ended up winning two games in that series. To his and, and 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 look, the team that they have won two games against is now down three one to the eight seed. Maybe just maybe. The Celtics are Fugazi. That rhymed. Um, but, yeah, he was there game four, sitting next to Rich Paul, clutch sports in the building. You know, it was like one of those situations like in college where you're recruiting a guy, you bring him there in Allen Fieldhouse for the big KU Villanova game, sitting courtside, soaking it all in, getting the atmosphere. Um, I think it's unlikely. I don't think they're going to get Trey Young or Kyrie Irving. It would be a bad idea. You think it'll be bad to get Trey or Kyrie or both? Bro, you just found your point guard. His name is Austin Reeves. You want him to be a full-time point guard? That's part of the reason why they lost. They weren't giving him the ball more. Like, if they had had Austin Reeves running more pick and roll, I really think the Lakers would have won. Wow, look, That'll Martin. Be- Martin's came around on AR-15. Look, look at that. I'm not saying that he's nice. <laughs> I'm not saying that he's nice. I'm not. I'm not. Because I think, I think he hunts for fouls too much. However... There's something that it's undeniable that he has acquitted himself in this league. That's why I say like he's an NBA player, and he's, then you were making fun of me. Yeah, are you saying that that was disingenuous? Yeah, like that's like a baseline. I like, no, it's, it's not. No, it's, like, it's to me that's distilled. Like no, it's I mean, not. Yeah, of course, you know, it's like no, because Malik Beasley might not be. Sha- Shaquille Harrison might not be. Yeah, but I just I think he's more than just the NBA. Player. Well, he damn sure not an All Star. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I'm not saying he's an all star, but I think I think there's somewhere in the middle there. But he's somebody you, you need to resign. And I think what I think that, that Rui Hachimura showed you, if you can't retain him, is that you need it's it's one of the bad positions to be in because like in football, especially, if you have a max contract in one position, you shouldn't need more of it, right? So if you have a max receiver, mm-hmm. you shouldn't need more receiving help. You should be able to Cincinnati get Cincinnati Bengals, T. Higgins, and Chase. But we'll go ahead. They're talking about. Oof. Oof. <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that one? This felt like it was a few <laughs> days coming. I'm just saying. They're talking about giving T. Higgins a big deal, and they got Jamar Chase still. But go ahead. But to your anyway, to the point, they should not need to. If you can, it's a luxury. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. the type of thing that takes you from a wild card division competing team to a team that is now a Super Bowl type team, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the Lakers need a 6'8 wing. <laughs> yeah, I know LeBron is a 6'8 wing, but the Lakers need another one. So you don't opinion. think Rui's that guy? I don't know if he can be that guy because when he got his minutes extended up into the 35 40s, mm-hmm. he went he's now he went from three to like he went from seven to seven in, in 20 minutes of play to th- three for twelve and forty. I don't know. You're gonna need a guy out there. But I think yeah. the, the the bones are there of a solid roster, and if I were if I was LeBron, I would sit tight and let let Rob Polinka do something because he kind of had done something already. Yeah, kind of had done something yeah. already. And like I said before, yeah, they got swept, but I think you could take something away from that series, considering in every game they were in it in the fourth quarter. It was just the difference of like oh. you mentioned execution and chemistry. I also think the takeaway is that. After you traded Russell Westbrook, 
you went from the 13th team in the West. Yeah, that was an addition Conference by subtraction. Like I, mean, that, I didn't care that, who you got for Russell Westbrook. Like that's the, just him not on the team. That's the takeaway. People talk about the trades. It wasn't the trades. It was trading out. It was just out. getting him yeah, out. They could have just sent him yeah. home for the same amount of Yeah, they could have just cut him yeah. and not get anybody in return. And, yeah, I but, agree. Anyway, we all should be betting on Nikola Jokic to win the finals MVP right now. Oh, yeah. Sure, he's the favorite, obviously. He's, he's minus money. It's like minus yeah, 200. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> but I mean, well, actually, I'm surprised you say that, considering the juice there. Why not, why not say Jamal Murray? Because. Since you thought he should have won Western Conference MVP, even though he didn't. But Right, I thought I mean, he should have. Just what based I've, on the if odds. If there's anything I've learned about MVP voters in this league, they don't do what I think is right. What are the odds for, do we got Jamal Murray's? I'm actually curious what is Jamal Murray's finals odds? Yeah, I'm actually curious about that. I don't know. I think they're in the sixes, like plus six, plus oh, that's, seven. That's, I'm, <clears throat> you might throw a little stab on it, right? Yeah, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. These are the same people that voted this guy back-to-back MVPs when he had one playoff win. Like, this is a victory lap. It's just one point. of those things where, like... Yeah, this is a victory lap. Yeah. This no is matter not, what Jamal Murray does, like... I think Jamal Murray yeah. could have 45, 8, and 5. And he'd be like, well, Jokic has a triple double. But his floor is <laughs> Jokic's gonna be like a his floor is a 25 point triple double. Yeah. So I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't see this. I think yeah. this is everybody's recompense. They're like, yeah. Oh, you said Jokic was a stack guy. You said he didn't have the playoffs. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Well, look, check out this finals MVP. Yeah. Bro. It's his coronation. Yeah, but I think I think that's because I think that's the best way to bet the Nuggets winning the finals at this point. Cause I think that's the best thing that's that's pretty much going to happen. But before we do that. Let's move into the Eastern Conference because there was two options today. I had my Cancun shirt or I was going to come with Celtics font that said humbly across the front (laughs) as I cashed my Miami Heat uh, uh, future ticket to win the Eastern Conference final. And you did that right before the series, right? Mm -hmm. And what was it, plus like 1,200? It was crazy, right? No, that, no, it was plus twelve hundred for them to win the. Oh, win that the was whole to thing. win the whole. Thing. I bet okay. them to win the Eastern Conference Finals at five to one. Okay, okay. Then I invested a significant amount of money in that. I, I do a radio show on Saturdays. Uh-huh. Every Saturday, yeah. I put pretty much the entire amount that I get paid to do that radio show on the Heat uh, before Game One. Why are you so confident? You know what it was? I think it might have been partly because I saw that ESPN predictor thing that said 97 to 3. Yeah. And I was like, that's patently absurd. (laughs) (laughs) And so once I saw that and I saw just the way that the tone, everybody was talking. Yeah. I'm like. like, I I said Boston in five. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what are we talking about here? Like, what are we talking? I may have been wrong a lot this postseason. (laughs) But I've been right about the damn Celtics. <laughs> I've seen this house of cards, and it just looked funny. But I tell you this, boy, in the fourth quarter, as I saw Jason Tatum starting to get that little, like, ratcheted up for three, he kind of, uh, like, you know, he has a hitch in his got some shot. broad shoulders, man. Would have been a hell of a cornerback. <laughs> uh, but I look at him, and I, I uh, hitting those threes, I was just like, dog. Did I really make a mistake right here? And I think the answer will be, will be no, but 
that just shows you gambling. It's just how you can feel great so. one day and feel terrible the next. I saw you tweeting. I saw your <laughs> yes. tweet. I, I've been waiting for this topic. If there's anybody that can come back with Rio, it's this team. <laughs> I've been waiting for this topic, and I'm glad you're. I didn't know you were that strong on Miami. I know you picked them, but I didn't know you were like all I'm, in I'm on like invested. paycheck radio check in. So if Miami wins this, I'll have my rent paid for June. Okay, good. So, I feel so bad doing this to you, man, because I, I, I love you. you. you I love you as a friend. Nothing. I love you as a friend. I would love for you to cash that, but I, I have an agenda I have to push right now, and I really believe it. So, this is great. So, just to give context of what I was tweeting last night after game four, seriously, let's be honest. Take away your, your, your betting and your, your bias here. It's going to happen eventually. We've seen it happen in baseball. It's happened in hockey multiple times. Somebody's going to come back down 3 on the NBA at some point. At some point, it's going to happen. And I truly believe that this has the makings of it happening because how often is the team that's down 3-0 is the more talented team? Typically, the team down 3-0 is the lower seed. Sure. They're, they didn't have no chance to win anyway. And they don't have a potential game seven in their back pocket because they are the lower seed. That's not the case in this one. Boston's the higher seed. They're the more talented team. And I could make the argument in games one and two, they had two double-digit leads in both of those games in the second half and lost. Game three was obviously just a complete disaster. I really think they're going to win game five in Boston. I don't see them losing three straight at home. And to me, it's all about game six. Can they win game six in Miami? Because if they do, I don't see a world where they lose game seven back in Boston. I mean, it could be this world in which the Celtics in the last 21 home games are 10 and 11 in the playoffs. That's fair. <laughs> it could be That's this fair. world right now. That's fair. <laughs> that You don't have to see very hard. That's you fair. Could, they lose home playoff games. But do you get my, I'm do not, you agree with my, I, my, my premise though? About I mean, I understand your premise. I do I do think that there will be a team to come back from 3-0. But I don't think that it's it's well, I don't think it's gonna be Boston right here, although I did once it you got hedged? To, well, I, to to make my bet free. Oh, okay. Right. So just so that way I wasn't just sitting there like, wow, mm -hmm. it just goes a whole Saturday of work. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I hedged to make it free. Okay. But I don't see with the variance in Boston's three point shooting. And the importance of the games. I think there's something that we do not account for. Like when the Rockets missed 27 threes in a row, mm -hmm. that should have taught the world something about three-point shooting in these playoff games that are coming down to the wire. Like I think it has compounding. It's almost like when you can't stop a four-yard run. And then by the fourth quarter, that four-yard run becomes a seven-yard run. And then all of a sudden, he's running for first downs. Mm -hmm. And it's because it's just after a while, it's just boom, 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 boom. And it's like, dog, is somebody going to make it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think so, like, <clears throat> I, 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 you know, it'll, that Boston crowd, I think, is going to be super hyped for game five. They thought they were done after game three. Right. But how much of a punch... Do they have to take how much of a punch can they take before they start getting antsy and getting restless? That's like, why they have to get out to a quick start. That's because it was like yeah, I I, game four is the first time 
that Miami tried to push, and Boston's like, no, we're going to stand right Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest with you. In the third quarter, when Miami took that nine-point lead, I thought, that, I, thought, I thought they were cooked. I was like, oh, this is about to get the 15 to 20 now. And then Boston went on, a, I think, 11-0 run. I was like, oh, wow, they actually have some fight back. Okay. Yeah. And Jimmy was terrible down the stretch. Yeah. But to your point about the variance, I think that actually works in my favor in this situation because over the first three games, I just looked at the stats. Game one, 26% from three. Game two, 34%. Game but three, 26%. When you look at, the, you look at and I know, last game, four, they, shot they shot 40. 40. Right. But so when you look at the quality Isn't it going of up? Shot. Shouldn't it go up now? But when you look at the quality of shot, like Miami, even though they only made eight, I think they were like eight for 35 or eight for 40 last eight, night. Eight for 32. Eight for 32, right. So, yeah. so not great. But they touched the paint before, t- like, the Celtics take so many three-point shots that would have gotten me, who was like a career, like 35 to 37% three-point shoot. I could shoot. Like, it would have gotten me benched. Because it's like, dog, no. You can't just bring the ball up and shoot a three. You can't just one pass and shoot a three. Yeah, that is, those possessions infuriate me. The, but yeah. they, they have yeah. so many yeah. of those because yeah. the, the name of the game for them is just aggregation of three-point shots. Like three-point shot, good three-point shot, bad. There's no such thing to them as a bad three-point shot, it feels like, right? A bad shot is one that's not at the rim or behind the three-point line, which is fundamentally ridiculous, by the way. And you saw when your boy Jason Tatum started cooking, you know what he did? The first shot that he hit in his his little stretch, turn around from the free-throw line. Just for the record, Joe Missoula. Sometimes twos work. Mm -hmm. But... The Celtics have so many of those possessions, and Miami has so few of those possessions where they get, like, even the threes that were taken and missing last night, they're coming off of one pass, two pass, three pass, kick out. Bam's in the post. Kick out to Martin. He swings it around. Kyle Lowry doinks a three. You know what I'm saying? But it's still, like, they're off of offensive actions that make fundamental sense. The Celtics play offense like 2K. Yeah. And it's like, so when you run in possessions like that, they, that's why, you know, you that's that's how you end up going on a 20, to, giving up 20 to five runs. Yeah. Because you've shot four threes in a row. Yeah. Yeah. And, but then on the flip side, you can go on a 20 to five run in your favor. So like, I, I get what you're saying. But the I, the Heat think, run a more structured system and, to and, where and then once it should it work more to, of the time. Once it comes yeah. down to like nut cutting time, you know, do you have... A bunch of guys. How many guys do you have that can make big shots? Because not everybody can. Yeah. In Boston. So that's that's kind of the thing I wonder is how many guys do you have that can make big shots? And you saw Boston, uh uh, how many turnovers did Jason Tatum have in the last five minutes of the fourth quarter? You know what I'm saying? It's stuff like that that gives me like like Miami lost last night. You could point it. Jimmy Butler was bad. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It was bad. Yeah. And that doesn't not necessarily even uh, a prerequisite for them to lose. But you can point out what happened there. Yeah. I just, I'm just curious to see what happens if Boston does win game five and they are seven and a half point favorites, which shocks You know what me. happens? Well, I think eight now. They are eight. eight point favorites. And what eight. happens is I curl up in the fetal position and I just sit here and pray. Because and at that happens. point, then you have to wonder how do those role players on Miami look? 
How does the Caleb Martins look in game six now all of a sudden? How does Gabe Vincent look? Because it's easy to make these shots and, you know, like, did you see what Jalen Brown said after game three? That those guys are playing above their means. <laughs> so are you still playing above your means when now you have real game pressure? Because it's easy, like I said, when you're up 2-0, 3-0, it's no pressure. You're, you're blowing them out in game three. You're, you're playing loose. But now if Boston wins two in a row, go back home, the crowd gets a little antsy, a little nervous because you know in the back of your mind, and Boston knows this too, we have a game seven at home in our back pocket. Let's go back to Miami and steal this one. So it's going to be interesting, man. I think we are going to see a game six, much to your uh, delight. I don't think so. You think think Miami's really going to close out game five in Boston? I do. Okay. I do. Okay. In part because, like, we've seen Jimmy go into other places and, like, thrive off of that and, and find that extra energy. And I think if I'm Miami, I got to look at this and be like, if I win this thing, I have so much time to rest. Like, that, that would be my thing. Like, I would be pressed off of that. If the entire goal is to win a championship, like, that's why it didn't make any sense to me with Missoula sitting his starters in game three, although, even though they came out in one game four. Mm-hmm. It's like you could find something here that could help. Just like you could find the, some confidence. The, the key yeah, to the series, right? Like you could find like it didn't necessarily work, but that's where they found the the Rui Jokic minutes in the in the Western Conference final, right? Mm-hmm. No, it, it didn't work, but it was something that they unlocked, right? Yeah, yeah. They didn't they didn't walk in thinking they were gonna do that. It's something the game dictated and then boom, wait a minute, this is this. Yeah. This tastes kind of good. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, but hey, what do I know? I didn't watch the town today, so I don't know if I'm qualified to coach the Boston Celtics. <laughs> it's gonna be a rocking crowd there tomorrow night in Boston. I can't wait. I hope it gets extended because I don't want to have to go a whole week without no basketball. Fine with it. Absolutely fine with a week with no basketball and <laughs> my money in my pocket. Good, good. <laughs> I am good with it. But Let's take a quick break and then come back with uh, our play of tomorrow. Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All of this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns reward credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using code OMAHAFULL and then place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. You keep those winnings. But if you lose... You get to stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and up only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and the first $10 wager only. Must register with the eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is held as a loss. Bet maximum bonus bet $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to the account within seven days after the qualifying wager settles. See seizures.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. No one to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, and Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, call one 800 
1-800-275-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Mark, we'll have our plays of tomorrow today at some point. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> but LeBron in his post-game press conference, it was honestly... At this point, 20 years in, the same way he tipped his cap to Nikola Jokic, I tip my cap to you, LeBron James. I tip my cap to you. That was a master class in media manipulation. Because <laughs> the idea that he's going to tell my buddy Dave McManaman and, and, uh, and, and Mark Spears and them, you know, I have a lot of thinking to do. The only thinking LeBron's doing is where he's going on vacation for the next two weeks. That's what LeBron is thinking about. That's he's like, is it, is, it, is it the south of France? Is it San Tropez? Do I go to Belize? Do I go to Brazil? That's what he's thinking about. What is it? He ain't retiring. He may have to go find the LeBron of feet again because I can see a surgery on the horizon. As All well. right, and so there you go. Maybe maybe that's where. Maybe he fly to LeBron. Maybe that's he's trying to get the LeBron of feet to. Hey, why don't you meet me in Bermuda? <laughs> How about that? Let's get a cocktail. Yeah, I want to. I want to rehab. You know, I'll bring some Lobos. Right, right, Lobos, exactly. <laughs> but. Uh, I wish somebody had yelled out in the post game because because I, I watched the whole thing because uh-huh. I you know I do that and so he waits until the the they say last question right and I just wish somebody had been like you know as as he goes through his thing of like you know I got a lot to think about I got a lot to think about you know basketball you know long time twenty years a lot to think about as he put the microphone down. And got up. I just would have wanted to yell, retire already then. (laughs) Do it. Yeah, he's not retiring. And to me, the main thing, when I thought about it for a second, and I was like, hold on. This is the reason why there's no chance this is happening. (laughs) And this is the reason. Based on what we know about LeBron, 
Do you really think he's going to retire without having a farewell tour? Kobe got one. Michael Jordan got one. Like, we know he loves the attention. You really think he's going to go out without having that moment where he goes to these cities for the last time and they give him a standing ovation and have a video montage of him in Minnesota, in Sacramento, in Cleveland, Atlanta? Like, come on. I got (laughs) There's nothing I hate more than the farewell tour. I hate it. I hate it so much. Well, why do you hate it? Because it shouldn't be orchestrated by the other team. Like, if the fans want to stand up and give a standing ovation mm-hmm. when his name comes out, yeah, fine. Got it. Cool. But why is the Atlanta Hawks running a video of all the times LeBron did you wrong? <laughs> you know, like, what are we doing? Like, Videos of him dunking on Joe Johnson. <laughs> like, I was, I was at the game in which uh, uh, Derek Jeter's last game in Detroit. I was there. And I'm just sitting there watching all these highlights against of Jeter the- ripping doubles and homers and throwing guys out against the Tigers. <laughs> it's like, this is the most backwards thing I've that ever is, seen. That is funny. What that are is, we doing? And yeah. then they give him this big old gift basket. Oh, thank you for kicking our <laughs> all this time. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, thanks. Thank you for just uh, uh, beating us into oblivion throughout your 20-year uh, period of greatness. Like, come on. Yeah. Have some spine. Yeah. Like, I just don't like If the fans want to do it, that's ent- you, you bought a ticket. You're entitled to do whatever the yeah. hell you want Wait within to the crowd and yeah, yeah, if you want to come out of the dugout after you are, are pinch hit for and give yeah. a little uh, yeah. Queen Elizabeth wave, yeah, yeah. right? You want to come Cur- out curtain call, yeah, yeah. yeah they, you, you know what? Maybe maybe the, uh, you know what? Uh, 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 Darvin, call timeout with ten seconds left in the game. Mm-hmm. Give me that. Mm-hmm. So, but. The idea that the New Orleans Pelicans are going to put together a video montage of LeBron dunking all over the, the New Orleans Pelicans is the most. It's it's. What are we talking about? I feel like Dave right now. It's like, what are we doing? Are the Warriors going to post a video of the block on Iggy? On Iggy, exactly. Blocked by James. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like hell no. Like if I was there, if I was a Warriors fan. And LeBron came to his last game. You know what I would do? Boo vehemently. Because he has been kicking my <laughs> every time they come up. And I'm never getting over 3-1. And it's just, <laughs> no, nah, and it's like I tip my cat congratulations. But, like, I didn't wasn't a fan of Marshawn Lynch until he retired and started being on TV. You know why? Oh, man. Because he had one of the most ridiculous runs of all time. The earthquake Against run. the Saints. <laughs> no, I hate that man. For, and, it's, and we should. Yeah, what are no, we doing? I feel you. I feel you because I'm thinking about it from my perspective. Like, I wouldn't want the Chiefs. If Tom Brady came no, back to Arrowhead. It, no, here it is. Here it is. Joe Burrow wins four Super Bowls in the next seven years, and then uh, he says yeah. he wants to hang it up. And now he gets to walk through Arrowhead? That's really? No. Really? No, I'm not rocking Really? That. Like, nah. Yeah. It's like, stop it. No, nah, you're right. Like, you're no, right. I don't, I'm sick of the farewell tour. And you know what? Congratulations to Carmelo Anthony, who didn't do all of that farewell tour stuff. He retired in the night and then actually filed his paperwork. So then he got, no, no, no. Because here's the thing. Nobody was going to talk about Carmelo at all until he filed that official paperwork, and then he got all of his juice on social media. That's the way you should retire. To be fair, what? though. He was forced out the league, so he didn't even have a chance to do the tour. Come on. He hasn't played in the league in three years. You don't think if he was in the league, he would have he done something like that? Bruh, 
No. That, that's, a, that's a unique situation. No, because it's like, well, what pop is Because he's basically been kind of retired without being officially retired anyway. And so that's why I say good for him to officially do it so you can get all the flowers, all the accolades, ESPN and FS1 and, and, and Bleacher Report can post all of your gold medals and all your pictures with your bag clothes and your cell phones and, <laughs> and all of that. Do it then. Because you know what? Like, I just... That's who's supposed to do that. That's who's supposed to do the uh, uh, God, retirement tour. You got me all messed up. Okay, so here's the thing. I want to I want to know what you're paying about this about the tour. This is one thing I find fascinating about it. Everybody that does it, they have no chance of like competing or winning a championship. Like their team is not built for that. For some reason, I don't see LeBron. Even if he does do it. I still think he's going to have a chance to compete for a championship. Because the thing about the I don't see LeBron being on a team that has no shot. The thing about the farewell tour, it's the same thing that you see when Tiger Woods goes out there on Thursday of a tournament. Everybody's patting him on the back. Oh, yeah, good job, buddy. Way to go. Because they know ain't no way in hell he's going to even come close to winning this thing. Because he's not a threat. If he was a threat... People wouldn't be going up there, patting them on the back and telling them, good job. You're not sending out gift baskets to people that are about to beat you in the playoffs. See, that's the, that's the unique thing about LeBron, though. I don't see him being in that situation. Like, do you, I don't see him being at the point where, even if, when he does do it, where his team just has no chance of competing. Like, I just, I don't know. Well, who knows? Maybe the Hornets draft Bright. Uh, what's his name? Bronny. Uh, yeah, Bronny. The <laughs> and then draft he just Bronny. does it with him. And then he just, you know, then it's then it's Michael, LeBron, and uh, and and Bronny down in Charlotte. But my official stance: retirement tours. Get out of here. Everybody should have took note from Draymond Green. Oh, when he talked to Paul Pierce, said they you don't know? love they don't love you like that. They don't love you like that. And you know why? Because they might. They might love you like that. But you don't want to find out. You don't want to find out. Well, I think LeBron would be safe. <laughs> That's a pretty safe guy, I think. <laughs> I legitimately would hope that, like, like, I, I have some backbone fans. At what point do you do you get qualified for a farewell tour? Like, what level? Like, what's like the baseline? Like, who's like the worst player that can get one? You would think maybe like Paul Pierce is probably like I, on that line. I don't <laughs> think it should exist at all. Well, it does. It Martin. makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> Like, like, sure, like the idea that we're sitting up here and I got to clap for Tom Brady, who, because he's, because this is his last year, this is the last time he'll ever play in the Superdome. I don't care. Beat him. So are you against players even announcing before that last year they're going to retire? Like, or do you think they should make the decision after the season? Like, you don't like the whole, I'm going into the year. This is my last year. I'm announcing it right now. I prefer it if you just waited until the end of the thing when it was all said and done. Because if you're quitting now, why don't you just, why, why even... Why even announce it your last that year? That does seem kind of odd. Just stop. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to be in my job and be like, I know, well, I guess people do do that, actually. No, so you put in a two-week notice. Well, yeah, I was. I'm not saying a nine months in advance. Yeah, like, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not walking <laughs> in, hey, it's my last season here, guys. <laughs> what? And yeah. I, it's, it's just a weird energy to me, and I understand within sports, you kind of got to have it because, you know, the whole legacy and this and that, but, like, no, get the farewell tour. This is social media age BS. <laughs> Shabu, be a fan of your team. Hey, Jordan had one. Social media wasn't around back then. We was on the Wizards. Everybody knew that was going to be his last year. MySpace existed. <laughs> and Black Planet, I think, too. But 
Yeah, no. I, what about Bronny? Uh, you think he's? You, you think that's really going to be a thing where he, they play together? He, I saw LeBron. He actually backed off. He's not as on it as he was before, and he's basically getting, giving Bronny the leeway because Bronny may not want oh, that. Like, think about it. How generous really, of him. Do you really want to be in the same locker room as your dad? Bro, I was thinking I, that was going to be what I responded. Like, I like, never thought about it from that angle, but I'm like, like does Bronny want that? Like, think about it. Think about it. He, the kid is going to college yeah. around, 30 minutes away from where he lives. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know if I would want to work with my dad every day. Yeah. I don't know if that's the best way for me to succeed. And then also I was thinking this. All right. 15 seconds left in the game. LeBron standing, dribbling out the clock at the top of the key per usual. <laughs> Bronny's in the corner. He kicks it to him and shoots the ball, misses. Mm -hmm. Now what? Bron uh, Bronny forgets to call a timeout. Mm -hmm. And LeBron is like, oh, my God. Oh, JR, how could you? Oh, I'm on the ground crying. I'm falling out of my chair. Oh. What do you mean, Ty? We didn't call a timeout? Oh, my God. I can't even shoot in overtime. I'm so distraught. <laughs> Like, what if that happens? Nobody doing it. Everybody is just moving like this is a good thing. It very well could be like when uh, Willow Smith made a song, I whipped my hair back and forth and then shaved her head because Will Smith was trying to make her go on tour. <laughs> yeah. The more I thought about it over time, I thought it was cool at first, too, because I think we only saw it what, in baseball with the Griffies. Yeah. That's the only time ever, right? That I can think like, of. Father, son. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd just be cool in general if they're just in the league at the same time. They don't have to be on the same team. Like just seeing them play against each other a couple times a year, that'd be cool. I, I don't it, think they need to be in the same locker room. The entire thing would be a spectacle, of which like I'm not. I'm not gonna not watch. Yeah. I'm locked in. Yeah. However, I just think if I was a kid, I'd be like, come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like imagine if it was the Hornets for your example earlier. You got Lamelo there. You know Lamelo likes to go out and have fun. You know. Yeah, I can see him and Bronny being a, being really cool. After the game, they lost or something. You know, LeBron, just the old man there, all these kids. They want to go out. Like, this just seems awkward. I don't know. Like, LeBron's going to go back home to, to your mom, and you're just hanging out with LaMelo, like, messing how, around. How, how does Bronny <laughs> – and I'm not saying that, like, people are actively holding LeBron accountable all the time. Mm -hmm. But I do think there are some players on the team that aren't afraid to be like, yo, yeah. what's up? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, hey, man, hey, yeah. I need you to rotate yeah. on defense. Yeah. How does Bronny go like, Dad, run? Oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like when, like when he, like, Bronny got the ball pushing the fast break, he throws an oop and LeBron misses it, and he's yeah. just going to be like, it's okay, Pop. Like, I can't even say anything. It's okay, Pop, next time. Yeah. It's not good for his development. I don't want it now. You convinced me. Have I changed your opinion on retirement tours? No, I like retirement tours. All right, well, that'll be tomorrow's version. All right, that'll be tomorrow's <laughs> mission. Let's take another quick break and then come back with the plays for tomorrow, but today. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Mark Gunnels, what's your lemon pepper parlay for Thursday's game? Yeah, so I'm taking the over on total points right now. I got it at 215 and a half. In every game except the last game, the over has hit at this number. So I, I like it. Last game, the heat shot terribly. I don't and see that happening that, They dribbled out the last two yeah, minute and, 30 and, of the game. And it hit right at 215. So it was yeah. just one point away. From hitting, so I really like that number a lot, and I'm pairing that with the over on Malcolm Brogdon's points. It went all the way down to nine and a half. You know why? Because he had a donut <laughs> in one of the last two games, and he's been awful the last two games combined. He's only had like seven points in the last two games, but in the first two games, he's reached double digits in each of those. So I think back at home, he can give me ten points. And like we mentioned last week, he gets a lot of shots up. So I like the nine and a half there a lot. Did you hear his? Uh his interview before game four? No, I think I missed it. <laughs> Man, he was just like, he just got that funny voice. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just like, his nose just stuff. Oh, yeah, like yeah. But he was just like, uh, he was like, you know, uh, we just lost our intensity. We're the better team here. We're going to win this game. <laughs> like, we're gonna, like, don't let us win a game. Like, oh, I, I did gonna, see the quotes. We're going to win. Yeah. We're going to definitely uh, Yeah, Miami, they're playing way over their skis. Like, <laughs> right, we, we're just going to come out and hit our shots, and we're going to take care of the series. Like, <laughs> I was like, yo, <laughs> Malcolm Brockton? <laughs> You know what's funny? Ever since you mentioned that, like, I've really been looking closer. He really has the green light, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, he comes in gunning, bro. (laughs) I never said anything like it. (laughs) Shoots the ball a lot. (laughs) There was one possession uh, uh, last game. He had uh, (laughs) a... He brought the ball up the court. And he's on the... In between the top of the key... And 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 uh, and like left free throw line extended, uh-huh. like the timeline area of that, like on the I don't know what that is, the the angle right there, the three pointer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets the ball, dribbles up. There's like 18 <laughs> seconds left on the shot clock. He picks up his dribble, and like he's loosely guarded, right? Uh-huh. He's not like they're not like probably in his like in his jock, right, right. But he's loosely guarded. He looks around for like two seconds. And it's like forget it. I'm just shot the three. I was like, yeah, I. It was at that moment that I said, this would have gotten me benched in high school. And nobody says anything to him. This would have gotten me benched. In, like, that's kind of what I think. Like, this shot yeah. would have gotten me. They would have pulled me out of the game yeah. for this because this is a bad shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, unless I'm just wrong and basketball has been made up forever, I feel like Paul George talking about bad shots. Yeah. <laughs> what you got for the game? I am going with tried and true, faithful. I have played this. In the last five Miami Heat postseason games, and I'm not going to stop now. Okay. Caleb Martin over one and a half threes. Made two last game. Came this close. <laughs> and I'm going to pair that with uh, the guy that Charles Barkley says, whenever he misses, he's surprised. And I think about it every time he misses. But I'm going to take Caleb Martin over one and a half total threes and Max Struess over two and a half total threes. He has shown me something in the last two postseasons. You know, Heat Nation, they, they say they call it when he's hot, 
The Struce is loose. That's a thing in Heat Twitter. Wow. Yeah, the Struce is loose. It, it trends like almost every game. Man, I'm uh, I'm glad that you spent t- the time and energy in those Twitter spaces to be able to pull that one out. <laughs> See, it gives me some good content every oh, now yeah. and then. I'll, I'll take that one and write it out. And the put it on Struce the is loose. The Struce is loose. <laughs> Dog. Miami, y'all better win this thing. Y'all better win this thing. Rent is on the line, baby. Y'all better win this thing. The rent is on the line. (laughs) See you guys next week, NBA Finals.